Welcome to the Unorthodox Podcast, hosting people doing cool shit. Today we have a producer who recently joined group Splitmine. What's up? We got Chase Vibes. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm, I'm feeling fantastic. I'm feeling great. I'm blessed here in Hollywood Hills, man. So I'm just living it up. All right, appreciate you coming on. You made the move out to LA just recently. And yes, sir. Yeah, I guess introduce yourself a little bit. Tell, tell how old are you? Yeah. Where are you from? So, yeah, so uh, basically, man, my name is Chase Vibes, obviously. I'm a music producer based out of Lakeland, Florida, but I recently moved to uh, Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood Hills. So, you know, with the team Split Mind. So, yeah, man, I'm a music producer. Like I said, I'm 20 years old and turned 21 in August. So, man, I'm just, I'm just living it up, man. So, I'm still, I'm still considered young. Um, so I'm just living life, just working hard, getting these, getting these records of you know these artists and shit. That, so just going up. Wait, that's what's up. So you recently moved to LA to yep. uh, work with Split Mind Producing Group. Yep. Um, how did that come together? How how did Split Mind? Yeah. So you um, up and and uh, how did you get in touch with them? Um, so halfway, the founder of Split Mind, um, he tweeted out looking to sign like, you know, a new hardworking underground producer. And I saw the tweet and at the time it was like 12 a.m. And um, I wasn't really like, I don't know, I was like, I was like, should I do it? Because it already had like 100 and something tweets. And I knew that his email already got flooded. So basically I was just like, nah, shouldn't. And then five minutes later, like cause I was half asleep, I was going to bed. And so basically I just, I was just like, screw it. Let me just go ahead and do it. And I did, and then he hit me back like two days later on Instagram, and he was like, "Hi," and I was like, "What's up?" And I was like, he didn't respond for like five minutes. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I really like I got hyped up, so I was like, "Yo, are you hit me up about the um the tweet that you did?" He was like, "Yeah." So it was like a two week process. You know, he talked to me. You know, he got to know me a little bit, like my personality. Um, yeah, it just kind of just went from there, just arranging the contract and shit like that. So you know, everything everything worked out well. I'm glad. So now you know, now I'm part of Split My Family. Great fact. So for people that, that don't know what's kind of the background of, of Split Mind, they're just Yeah, like- so basically Split Mind yeah, basically Split Mind's a producer collective, you know, few producers. Shout out Simbo, shout out my boy Q, Diva, Steven, Dude Clay, you know, everybody on the team. Um we have a creative director named Brian, does does a lot of like, you know, creative director work, I guess you could say. Um, really good at what he does so you know it's basically just a family like music producers and like some people that kind of just help the team as well we're, we're, okay we're gonna we're gonna go uh lumber i got a mark we're gonna go somewhere over there right, okay. i'm trying not to get waxed <laughs> I'll, yeah i'll try not to um yeah word so how how does that all work for you they just hit you up with a with a contract and yeah well basically yeah half talked to me for a little bit and um or halfway for you guys not knowing or halfway you know is music producer creative uh creative split mind and stuff so um anybody music producers watching this most likely know who halfway is so yeah he just basically talked to me about it um you know sent over a contract i read over it he helped me he, he's actually real cool he helps me read over it as well over the phone so um yeah i mean basically that's pretty much how i came about if you don't mind and you don't want to get into it too crazy um just how does the actual contract work like what do they what does it entail like are you making you need to make a certain number of beats for them in like a month or something yeah and then they pay you a percentage you're like 
they pay you based on yeah it's not it's not like so that like how, how does that kind of work yeah basically it's just like um it's not like a number of like i mean i don't know how specific i can be with like the number of kits but like you know there's like a yeah, kind no, of specific just... number of kits on drumify just to like just so we can keep the ball going you know you don't want to post like 10 kits one month on drumify and then like the next month like not post anything so I think there's like a minimum of like two, you know what I'm saying? Just to keep the ball going, just to keep like, you know, producers uh, fresh with new sounds and stuff like that. But there's not like a specific number of beats or like yeah, beats we so have to send out or anything making, like that. Making, making beats yeah. and kind of progressing, making kits and, and loops and shit. Yeah, exactly. Them. Just or, keeping new stuff out for, you know, producers and stuff like that, so. And then uh, he's obviously got the links for you on Yep. Connects to try and help you get placements, or what's that relationship yeah. kind of like? Well, he has a studio here in uh, LA, so you know we pretty much just go there. Some artists pull up, just work with them, work with new artists. Um, basically, yeah, just like that. I mean, half you know he has connections and everything, so basically just work with some artists that he's already pretty cool with here. Um, I got an unreleased record with Jazz Carter, so he's, that was that was pretty hype. Just being in the studio for the first time, like with an actual artist, is definitely an experience for me. Cause like you'll play a beat and be like, okay, nets, 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 and then like listen to one, you think he likes it, and he's like, yeah, drag it to the side. And then there's one that I played, um, and it's so crazy. It was absolutely with you know Buggy Beats. So shout out my brother Buggy. Um, he heard the beat. Um, I forgot what it was called, and it's crazy because it was actually one of the beats that I wasn't going to play for him, like at all. It was one that I was just like, okay, he's not gonna like this. I played it. He was quiet for like the first 20 seconds, just like bopping his head. And he was like, instead of quiet, Luke's like, send it, send it to my audio engineer. Uh, shout out Luke. But um, he's like, yeah, send it to Luke. And I was like, what? Because he said it quietly. He was just send it to Luke. I was like, okay. He got on it like immediately. And I was like, all right, that was a dope experience. So it's crazy how the ones that are, like you don't think are gonna do good are yeah. always the ones that do the best. Always, bro. It's it's the oh, weirdest yeah. stuff ever. Like Buggy, Buggy, you know Buggy's always in the studio with artists, so he always tells me that he's like, bro, it's always gonna be the beat that you don't think they'll like at all. And half half was telling me that as well. He's like, bro, play something that you know jazz, like where you think the jazz wouldn't like. And I was like, okay, cool. So I played some virtual beats, bro. He liked it, but it wasn't it wasn't at all his style. It was funny. It's like it, it it's like imagine playing the EDM beat for Drake. It was like that. <laughs> like he'd like it, but it's not something that he would get on. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, I played that beat and um, he was just he was rocking with it. So I was like, okay, cool. It was a cool unreleased record. So that was fun. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Yeah. You're getting your feet wet. Yeah, dude, exactly. It's definitely been an experience out here, man. I like it. What's the what's the LA uh, vibe been like? What's the what's it like from moving Oof. from Florida out there? Dude, a big difference. Big difference in especially with like the whole COVID thing, it's way more strict. Like everybody that's like watching this knows Florida, like doesn't like COVID doesn't exist yeah, in Florida. Florida like, nobody <laughs> cares about it, no mask. It's funny. So me, like I would always like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know COVID's real, but it's definitely not what they made it out to seem like in the beginning. So like, I'd always wear my mask still just out of respect um, to, you know, the people and stuff. But there'd be a lot of people that would like be anti-maskers and stuff like that. So coming here to LA, everybody's wearing a mask bro like i'm talking about you walk outside the house and somebody's wearing a mask so it's definitely a weird jump from that um i already kind of expected that coming here but like the people like there's a lot of like super cool people out here and like connects and stuff so yeah what's it like being um, it's, it's definitely a around big jump. A, a group like that like you're in a house with a bunch of people yeah, yeah. appreciate it bro
um it's inspiring you know i've never like lived out on my own with like a group of friends or different people so it's like it's a different vibe um it's definitely like motivating though we all kind of like are involved with the same like interest in the industry so we all kind of just bounce energy off of each other and like just keep expanding our sound and stuff and keep learning new things there's a couple dudes running around here i'm shooting at them i don't know where they went okay gotcha i'm coming to... yeah yeah no a support group definitely uh bro that's crazy to like helps so much for your like your mindset and stuff and just like staying focused yeah. and like uh being like accountable and getting shit done like if you're around people that are also doing it and um, uh working too like like you said like i said it just keeps you motivated and helps you keep working mm -hmm. um, yeah that's how it's been out here the whole time it's just we're all just on each other about everything so we just keep working and uh, I know we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Oh, there's a guy right here in this building. We were talking a little bit before about uh, like mindset and stuff. Mm -hmm. What uh, What is a good... Oh, shit, this kid's capping me. Man, I'll come... There's two of them. Um, what's, uh, what's a good... Uh, how do you keep your mind straight set, I guess? Uh, like keep it like saying like ask a question again. My bad. How are you keeping your your mind right and not getting oh shit like distracted and stuff? Oh damn! Oh yeah, he's lighting me up. Oh he got me. <laughs> um yeah, I mean basically explain it. Just staying, trying to stay focused. Like I feel like having a schedule is key. So that's what Half was telling us yesterday. It was like coming up with a schedule like nine to four of just like kind of i don't want to say free time it's not really free time it's just like time we know we don't have to go to the studio so basically it's just like having a schedule like we have to give each other a schedule and everything like personally and you know i want to work on beats and in loops and in sound kits so that way we stay fresh and to having a schedule is basically key just having the same mindset and just waking up with like a purpose pretty much just knowing what we want to achieve Right, right. So, like, um, I guess to get into like waking up with a purpose and having like a positive mindset, yeah. what, and not like getting down on yourself, being like, oh shit. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like, dude. It's like ahead. it's hard to stay on. Like, it's hard to not be motivated. Like, whenever you wake up and you walk outside and like you see the hills out there. Like, literally, like the first day that I I was here and I woke up, I was I was super tired. I got a couple hours of sleep. Um, we all kind of woke up early too, but like we saw. Or I woke up and I walked outside and I saw the hills and I was like instantly like yeah I want to you know be here for the rest of my life type stuff so like that, that alone motivates you. Yeah, for real. We'll run this. I bet. You tweeted uh, making beats is therapeutic to you. Is that kind of why you got into making beats? Yeah, well, not necessarily. Um, I got into making beats just because I love music. Like, I was kind of always musically inclined growing up. Like, I always had something involved with mu doing music. Like, not if. I played like the flute in sixth grade and then I stopped after like a year or two. And then in ninth grade, I started playing the guitar and like my dad got me a guitar when I was like 10 or 11, I messed around with it. But, um, but I don't know, I got into making beats in ninth grade. And I don't know, just ever since then, I've just been addicted to it. I was like just fascinated by the idea of like, I could create um, just stuff that could be built where number one hit or like change someone's energy. Um, I just thought that was super cool. So after that, I just, I just enjoyed it. So yeah, making beats is like, 
now that I'm kind of at the level to where like I could be like, okay, I want to make an R&B beat and I could make it. Like that just felt therapeutic to me to where I could just like zone out and just like start making like some type of vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. And uh, that's obviously what you want to stick with and that you stuck with it. And yeah. Got you. Yes, sir. That, uh, that's that's key, man. Always always stick to what you feel like you can do. Man. So when you started like, making beats, no... did you know that that was like that was what you wanted to do or at first you were like yeah yeah no definitely it was like it's weird it was instant like i just instantly loved it of course i was trash in the beginning you know what i'm saying like everybody who starts out is like they they could either they're not some people may not be bad bad like i know you played me some of your first beats and those aren't terrible for your first few beats (laughs) um but i was horrible dude like you know what i'm saying i just i didn't know how to use the piano roll i was just pressing everything um but yeah and how do you how do you uh, perfect your skills and stuff? You just watching YouTube videos or just trial and error? Yeah, for- watching YouTube videos. It, it, yeah, basically, I mean, trial and error always like you got to make mistakes to learn and fail to succeed. Um, so try trial and error was definitely one of the things that kept me going. Um, but watching YouTube tutorials, like whenever I first started, I didn't know about sleep deprivation or anything, so I would stay up like 30 hours straight, and I just start feeling weird after 24 hours, so I stopped. But I would just stay up like 30, 35 hours sitting the mat straight, just watching YouTube tutorials. This was back whenever I was like 16, so I was still super young. Bro, that's crazy. I but, see um, you and Buggy on like Instagram and stuff, and like you guys are up yeah. at like fucking four in the morning making beats. Three in and the stuff. morning, like, four. These kids yeah. are like, these kids are Working. about it, and like, Hell shit, yeah. like I'm about my Gotta shit be, too. Man. But like, you got it's it's motivating to see like people really yeah. going for it, and like. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just motivating. It's just crazy to see that people like I, like want to like do some shit with their life and they're really working for it, and it's kind of like Hell inspiring yeah. to see, which is which is cool. Um, but like on the flip side of that too, it's like like you said, you gotta you gotta watch out for yourself too because you burn yourself out way too fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I mean, you learn your limits. Since I've been doing this for like four years now, like you start to understand like your limits and how hard you should push yourself. So, like I said, I know my limits. Um, like I said, it's after after 22 hours of being awake, you know, I'm like, okay, I got I got I got to get ready for bed type stuff and just kind of heal up. You can't push your body to the mats, you know what I'm Facts. saying? And you then like after a while, like, man, you just like you just so much more productive. You just go to bed and like restart, yeah, refresh, take that. Yeah, I need at back. least like six hours of sleep to be productive. So, facts. Oh, shit, he's shooting out of the air. Where's he at? Oh, did you mark all the way over there? Okay, shit, I'm coming. I'm dead. Fucking chill me out of the air, what a bitch. <laughs> I'm coming. Come back from the gulag. Um, yes, sir. Do you find your, yourself as uh, an emotional person? I don't want to, um, like, get yeah, no. too... No, you're straight. I, I mean... I see you no, yeah, yeah, tweeting dude, about, I'm, like, I'm literally open to everything. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you be tweeting, like, some emotional things, and I don't think that's a bad thing. That's not what I'm getting at, but... Yeah. Do you find that that uh, helps you tap into, like, making beats and stuff? Feeling different, yeah, well, different things and stuff? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I'm not... I'm, like, raised up, like, in a really, like, nice household, as in, like, um caring like not like like i know some parents would be like like if their kid gets in their fight they're like oh yeah go fight them like no go like hurt them <laughs> like so my mom wasn't like that my dad wasn't so like 
growing up, I was real caring and like supportive about everything and my friends and shit. So like, I'm not like, I'm not that an emotional of a person. I'm more of like, how do I explain? Like I'm a caring person. So like if something bad happens, I like to like not escalate a situation or anything. And like, shoot, I don't even, I'm all over the, all over the place with your question, but, but no, you yeah, I know sometimes I don't, I, I watch what I tweet now just because I have to watch what I tweet, but Originally, it was just like, I get frustrated sometimes because there's a lot of people that don't have the mindset that I may have. And I'm not saying I have a better mindset than normal people, but at the same time, there's a lot of like nine to five mindset people that just do stupid things that really like aggravate me and stuff like that. And just, you just kind of wish that people would like do the right thing. So sometimes I get like frustrated and I'll yeah, you something just expect out where, people to be fucking yeah. normal ass people and like, you know, yeah reciprocate like, people don't understand like their actions yeah their actions like ruin or like affect other people so i get i get frustrated sometimes and that's why i tweet certain things out but i watch what i say now like i just learned over time that you know people are going to be people and just i just change my circle thanks um you can't drive this atv <laughs> okay i'm trying to get some money and trying to get a oh that's how you do it um Oops. you also i'm just sorry i fucking i dove into your twitter did some digging i saw you also yeah did, uh, <clears throat> um that you got a crazy story and you can't wait to tell it where does where does that stem from Oof, okay um my goodness so basically whenever i tweeted that out i'm surprised you saw that it's hilarious this um, is your spot, boy. This is your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll, 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 I'll kind of share some information on here. But um, basically, like, it, it, I don't want to say, like, my life kind of started going downhill. Like, not downhill as in, like, bad, bad. But, like, a lot of stuff went down from, tw like, late 2016 to 2018, I want to say. So, like, I started making beats in 2016. And then, like, I had some, like, bad interactions with some people I shouldn't have been hanging around. I just started going through some shit. And um, I know like, I like, got into making Like beats. real life shit or like people Yeah, like related, real, like deep, or like real people deep related real life to, stuff. Uh, like, like music. It was every, it was literally everything. It was like losing okay. friends and like just going through like bad mental health stuff. And so I was making beats and like, long story short, I was just having a really hard time focusing school cause my mental health was down. I was getting depressed and stuff. And it, it wasn't something I like, it was something I had like time had to heal it. Like I couldn't take medicine and then like it'd be fine. It was it was I was in a really bad spot. Zone. So Bro, that's the basically most, like, I was healthy way to do yeah. it. It's just take time. Like people yeah, be that, going I tell on the everybody and that and like you, then mm -hmm. you just get hooked on that shit and like Exactly. Exactly. Bro, that's so a scary my mom knew to that too. too. It is, but it's just like I'm gonna tell them in this story of like why I'm thankful I went through that. So basically, um how do I explain, dude? It's literally so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. But uh, basically, yeah, just to summarize it, I started making beats like December 2016. Uh, long story short, like, you know, my friends groups kind of started splitting up. They kind of started getting involved with some, you know, bad stuff, I guess you could say. And um, I got involved with that at one point. And I just went through a really dark path mentally and everything, just losing friends and going through a lot of stuff. So long story short, um, I withdrawed from school. Uh, I didn't want to, but I was getting in trouble because of the stuff I was going through. I was like, I couldn't focus and stuff. So I was just trying to like talk to people and just be interactive and just, that's how I am. I'm a super social person. So, um, yeah, basically I was just making beats. I ended up going to some adult school for like 
a month and that wasn't working out because like it, it, like it, everything started getting worse for me so long story short i was withdrawing myself from that i wasn't in school and this was like i think it was starting to begin yeah this was like the beginning of 2017 at the time so i moved up with my dad up in palm bay and um it wasn't like a house or anything it was like a storage facility place it was the weirdest setup ever so like um i was up there with my dad for like a year and um, I was just making beats. Like I was, I was low-key depressed, but like making beats, it was like, I knew I found what I wanted to do. So I was just staying committed with that and just staying up long nights and just working. I didn't, I didn't have a work schedule cause I was still young. Um, I was damn near depressed and stuff. So basically just how to use motivation. Cause like a childhood friend of mine was just like, it, it was like, I hate talking about it. Cause like, it doesn't hurt me now, but at the time it was like the shit devastated me. Cause like you grow up with people that you know, like you called family type shit. And like, they just doubt you and shit, but he tests me, you know, he was just like, bro, you're never going to get anywhere with your life. Like you're a dreamer. Like you're never going to succeed. And I was like, yeah, all right. So I blocked him. Um, I ended up deleting like my whole Instagram account. And that's another story too. But like, that's why I say it's like, I'm all over the place with stories and shit. Cause like every, it's like, it's like a three year process of everything that led up to where I am now. Yeah. But, um, how do I explain? Okay. So I'm up with my dad in Palm Bay. Um, so and that, is that kind of like the stem of what happened with, yeah, that like was, yeah, that was like the beginning into kind of that low spot in your life. It's just people like, yeah. kind of doubting well, you that was and like clowning on you and stuff and not really being supportive that you would think would be supportive on your, on your yeah. journey. Well, I mean, it, the thing is, is that like, I wasn't discouraged by it. It like motivated me because I'm like, okay, yeah, right, I'm gonna like I'm gonna show you that I'm gonna be way more successful than anybody in my like in my city. So, um, I don't want to say anybody in my city because there's a lot of like shout out my boy David Radsick. He's like a photographer and videographer for like destroying and DC Young Fly and a lot of like the famous people and stuff. So he's doing his thing out of my city and like you know some basketball players and stuff. But um, but yeah. So basically after that, I was like, okay, and I blocked him. Like I started focusing on making beats. And like that shit pushed me that gave me like a good year of like motivation where like i would literally stay up 30 35 hours straight just making beats bro like watching youtube tutorials trying to get better like i just anytime i felt like quitting i was just like there is no there's literally no other option and like music was literally the only thing i wanted to do with my life because i knew like i just knew it was the only thing i wanted to do like, i didn't enjoy anything else so basically i just used that as motivation i was up with my dad for about a year and then um after that i moved back down to lakeland back in 2018 and i was getting a little bit better at making beats you know what i'm saying i still wasn't where i wanted to be i'm still not where i want to be now but i knew i had to get better so i ended up getting a job at wendy's for like about 11 months um and that made me some money but i'd be there from like 5 to 2 a.m and dude i'd literally get home at like 2 40 in the morning like five Damn. days out of the week four days out of the week I was working like 40 plus hour weeks making i was it's crazy that i was making more than anybody there at like 18 years old you know what i'm saying yeah. so that was that was kind of cool but i'm still not making what i want to make so like you know like 2 40 a.m did wendy's help this guy right there oh he got me did wendy's did what? also help you kind of like be motivated be like damn this shit kind of whack i don't yeah, know yeah no no it, it like I was still depressed at the time. I was still going through some stuff, but like working at Wendy's, like, I don't know, making money and like working with some people that I knew like from my high school, like I was cool with them, but like I had to like know what my mission was and stuff. I had to keep my focus. So making money and like being around them, like it helped, like it got me out of depression quick, dude. I'm so thankful for that. But like, it also motivated me to be like, okay, I'm not 
doing this shit for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was like, I got to make money with beats. So there were days where, like, I sold a beat for, like, $30, and then another day I sold a pack for, like, $200. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I know I can make money. My mom always was supportive, you, you and she knew I could make money. Uh, do you remember the day you made your first sale? You gassed on Yeah, that? hell yeah. I'll never, I'll, yeah, I'll never forget it. It was, like, $15. I was up in Palm Bay with my dad, um, and I was on PayPal, and oh, this dude just devastated me. But, um... I sold like a exclusive, not a lease. It was like an exclusive beat for like fifteen dollars, bro. I didn't even know what exclusive was, so I never forget. I got a PayPal, and I was just like, "Yeah, I can. I know I can make more money off of this." Nah, that's fucking crazy. It's crazy to go back to that like whole uh, like friends like doubting you and stuff. That's like one of the worst yeah. feelings. Like in the it's world. like childhood I, friends. That's the thing, bro. And you, you think like those would be the people that would be like on your back like the most yeah. and be like pushing you to do it the most. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, to be supporting you the most. And like yeah. it, it almost hurts way more uh, when those are the people that yeah. doubt you and say like, you ain't. No, shit, I did. I just use it as motivation though, because you gotta think like god places people in your life temporarily and like there's people that are meant to be like long term but i guess those are just people that were in my life for like that temporary time just to kind of get me to where i am now are you a big believer in uh like things happen yeah uh, definitely no i mean i'm a reason. i'm a real yeah i'm like a real spiritual person like i grew up christian but like now it's just like i'm like i've experienced a lot of like stuff in life so i've like i know spiritual stuff is real as in like manifesting and like things happening for a reason just things line up correctly i just feel like stuff happens that's meant to be because like if you're in a situation it's like real genuine like you know it's just meant to happen yeah facts <coughs> how uh let's get into how do you link up with buggy and how do you how are you making your your connections and networking with people yeah we were Dude, buggy talking... okay it, it's yeah, it's such a crazy thing so basically like my first youtube video is like i don't have the first video up anymore because it was so trash it was like i didn't know how to use obs so i just basically click record on obs and had no face cam no mic and i made like a metro game style beat like you were live streaming like, it or something um no 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 like i had obs i just recorded it oh and, like yeah, i didn't okay, even yeah, edit yeah. it i literally just pressed record and then stopped it and posted it literally first first minute it got a dislike i was like okay i'm taking this shit down <laughs> so the second one i had like in a mic and like i edited it like kind of right um but i didn't have a webcam but i had my, like my voice in it so i was like how to make a metro booming offset style beat in five minutes um and buggy commented on it he was like hard and then i saw it two weeks later and i checked out his profile and he had like i think he just hit a thousand subscribers at the time so i checked him out and i was like oh, okay this dude's hard and i listened to this one beat he took down a lot of his beats um his older ones but it was like some little uzi vert beat and he used that lead that super mario and team 88 used in uh mood it was like the Nintendo lead out of Netsis, i think it's called but um i heard it and i was like bro this shit is hard so at the time he had his phone number and instagram in his bio i just hit his number and i was like yo bro can i send you some loops and then ever since then we just kind of like established like a really good relationship where did you ever have you ever actually linked up with buggy no that's the thing that's what's crazy that i was originally supposed to and i flaked just because like i don't know it was my it was gonna be my first time flying and this was like this was supposed to be january like 8th i was supposed to go but i didn't and then the whole split mark thing came about and then i was like okay i gotta go to la so like i had no other choice but to fly to chicago and then take the road trip here so but yeah definitely after this um i definitely gotta go link up with camera have them come out here or something so 
Yeah, facts. No, I'd like to link up with Boogie one day too. And that's the thing too. People don't realize like everyone's always got something to offer. Like whether it. Yeah. Like even if you're not entirely in the same like group like i mean i'm not making music he's making music but like yeah you know he could link me with like an artist or a <coughs> podcast or i could link him with an artist um yeah to make beats with or like even if it's not music like it's how connections work it's it could be uh like a doctor you, you meet a doctor he might have some yeah. crazy like mindset that you'd be like oh damn i never thought of life like that or like something like that like uh -huh. someone's always got something to to offer and like to offer yeah buggy i don't know i like i don't know him that much but he seems like even you two you guys seem like very like, supportive and like collaborative people which is like, yeah which is dope like, yeah no i grew up like like i said i've always like been real like my mom raised me to never lie so that kind of just like turned me into like a real honest like person and like real like i like to keep it real with everybody that i know i don't really like to lie or anything like that so it, it turned me more into like a person of like always be real and stuff like that and that's how buggy is so that's why buggy and i kind of just clicked like as friends so it's like yeah buggy's definitely real he's definitely helped me out with like working with artists and shit like that over the phone and like kind of like put in my names in rooms where i couldn't get to at like now i could obviously like fly up there like since i flew it was the main thing of me not waking up was like being scared to fly and like my car <laughs> wouldn't make it to atlanta so yeah, that's basically that. But now since I flew, there's no other, like, there's no excuse for me not linking with them now. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? No, people like that, though, like, those are the people you got to keep around. Those are the people you got to look for. Yeah, And like definitely. I said, even if they're not, like, per se in the same genre, just mm -hmm. still, like, creating and working with them and being around them. Yeah. That shit will just change your mindset and, like... That's how, how you, you no. That's how you build ways. connections. You got to be... You got to be cool with people outside of your genre. Because, like, let's say... Um, let's say I know somebody in like the field of like working out and like training like um, an artist let's say and like they got the connection to like the artist and be like hey could like you let them know I have beats you know what I'm saying and then you get it like a placement like that oh that's you I was, I was about to start <laughs> shooting shooting you, bro. <laughs> yeah but no building knowing people outside of your genre or outside of your industries I feel like that's key and for you, how do you go about like finding new people to make connections? How are you branching out? Oh, I'm getting shot at. All right, what was the question again? How are you uh, branching out and making connections, like meeting new people that you think will yeah. like benefit you? And and I mean, not even so much the benefit in like, okay, like, uh, oh, I need you to get here and I'm gonna use you, not that kind of way, but yeah just people that I'm coming you know, you think you can collaborate with and work with how are you yeah i mean a lot of like so originally since i'm not traveling and flying and stuff like that but now i am um originally i was just like okay. oops it's right out the window she got me um whoops Originally, I was just going on Instagram and like DMing producers to work with, and like some of them would have like connections to like artists and stuff like that to try and get records. That was originally how I was doing it. Since I wasn't flying and like driving to places and stuff, or that's basically like how I was doing it originally. Right. And like how. Oh, yeah, the gulag stuff. How are you? Uh, yeah. You just sending them a DM, just saying, "Hey, like I want to send you beats, or like I want to work with you." What's, what's your yeah? Well, I mean, all right. So like the, the 
So if you're trying to work with like an artist, like not a major artist, obviously, because like a lot of times they won't respond to like your DM or they'll already have like in-house producers they work with. Like smaller artists, it's it's easy, bro. Just DM them and be like, hey, bro, like I really like the music. You can't make it seem spamish either. Like this is how I got connected with one of like Hot Boys artists. I just DM'd them and I was just like, hey, bro, like I like your music. I've been trying to find an artist like you that could fit these style of beats. Like, could I send you some? He's like, hell yeah, like I need beats. You know what I'm saying? Like they need producers, they need beats, the smaller Gosh. artists, so. Bro, Basically and just send them. that too, like, I think some people look at it a little wrong too. Like, even if they're a big, big artist and stuff. Yeah. Every, everybody reads their DMs. This is one thing I learned from, like, the very yeah. first podcast I did. Um, that, that Sev taught me was that no matter how big they are, they see their DMs if they don't respond Oh, yeah. And I didn't really think Definitely. that because I was like, god damn, they got hella followers. They're not gonna, they're not gonna answer. They're not gonna see it, but... They, yeah. they see that shit, so if your message is right, you come at it the right way. Oh yeah, they'll test it. You, you, you don't, um, like you said, you don't spam them, you don't make it like, like you're trying to suck their dick or anything, like you're just trying yeah, to like, exactly, you know, bro. you're trying to work, you're trying to help them, this is what I can offer you, you're, you're, you come across the right way. Bro, there's no saying that someone uh, won't answer and like get back to you if you have 100 followers and they got a million. Because yeah, it's happened to no, me definitely. personally. I got 900 followers and I had a couple artists that have like 2 million plus hit me back. <coughs> yeah, no. And that's... I'm in the talks with them right now. But like, I was like, damn, there's no way that they actually yeah. responded or this actually happened. Like, I would have never thought. You know, they're I definitely seeing them. They're just not responding sometimes. And that's that's the thing too. Sometimes the time is just not right. They're oh, what is that? Oh, I'm so bad. <laughs> so good, you can blame, blame the PC. Um, which is... But no, yeah, definitely. Like you were saying, a lot of them definitely see the DMs. Shit, I have like a whole bunch of requests, um, DMs. I'm not answering just because it's like, they're weird. They say some weird stuff. And so. that's the thing, yeah. Just don't I respond to everybody, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this is what I offer. And then sometimes, you know, that might not be what they're looking for, but there's no saying that that, that won't come around in like a month or yeah. two and you'll be able to hit them back again and say, you know, like my style changed or this changed, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah. Um, do you got plans to, I saw you kind of putting up some vlogs and stuff to get outside of just beat making you're putting up vlogs yeah. you're putting up tutorials and stuff is that just your yeah, way to kind of like branch out more and yeah more that's definitely yeah that's like i'm trying to branch out just build my brand like with the vlogs like i know i'll only drop one vlog i'm still trying to figure out the schedule here like we're all over the place so i'm, I'm trying to drop more vlogs especially since i'm in la it's just a producer's gonna be like oh he's in la okay he's doing stuff and then they want to buy your kids because they want to be like you like i think Simbo and half was saying um yeah, just trying just trying to branch out just build my brand like kind of like what kbz did um that really inspired me at the time and i saw holy and i was like okay yeah if holy can do it if kbz can do it i can do it so i feel like the youtube tutorials on my channel helped boost to where i am now well actually no youtube tutorials got me to where i am now you know what i'm saying like that like was like okay okay he's like putting his face out there he's you know he's talking in his videos like he's kind of got some type of like a supporting fan base not even fan base, just supporters. So I have I just hit two thousand subscribers. I think like two three days ago. So that felt yeah, kind of good. But now I, now I, thank you. Like but now I want three. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, I thought I'd be satisfied with a thousand, and I knew that I would want more. So, nah, you gotta be hungry for sure. That's how you keep growing. Yeah. Do you feel like you'll exactly. ever, ever be satisfied? No, 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 no. Hell no. Definitely <laughs> not. Like I, I know for no. a fact I'm gonna get like a hundred thousand. I'm gonna be like, okay, shit, I want a million because a hundred. If you think about it like this, I know I don't have a hundred thousand right now, so I can't be like, oh, it's not a lot of money. But whenever you get a hundred thousand, and then taxes come around, and then bills come around, you're gonna be like, oh shit, I want more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So especially whenever you get a million, because then taxes are gonna hit even more, and you're like, well, I don't want four or five hundred thousand. I want a million dollars in my account. Yeah. So, for real. I'm always gonna. I know I'm always gonna get one more. I'm gonna end up working with Lil Uzi or Drake, and I'm gonna be like, well, shit, I want a Travis Scott placement. You know, I just want. I want more placements with Drake. It's gonna come out to that. So. Yeah. Facts. No, I think that's a good mindset to have because then you, you don't yeah. get uh Yeah, you can't you can't botch yourself in. Yeah, you don't get too comfy and like you're always yeah. you're always on your toes. Exactly, yeah. You can't can't botch yourself in, you can't you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. A lot of the people watching this, you just you can't have a botched in uh, mindset. And I saw this one I saw this one post, I was talking about this a few days ago too. I was like, I don't know if it's true, but I'm pretty sure it's true because I've seen really small sharks. But um, if you buy like a shark and you put it in a tank, it will only grow to where it will fit in that tank. It won't grow to be like a big shark. Facts. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like a plant. So, you put a plant in a small pot. Appreciate po- you, bro. Small pot. Boy. Boy's getting his laundry done. Right here. Yeah, my boy Simbo came in clutch with it. Shout out the boy. Huh? Oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Whew. Almost crashed. Yeah. And, uh... I saw you started a podcast. Yep. What's your What's your future plans for that? You just kind of yeah. Like- so shout out my brother. Yeah, shout out my brother Buggy Beats, man. Um, that was something me and Buggy been in the talks about for a few months. Like, we've been talking about that for at least four months now, but we just we didn't really ever find the time to. I don't want to say we didn't find the time because, like, if you're really like dedicated about something, you'll find the time to do it. Yeah. But it was one of those things where, like, we were t- like. How do I explain? I'm all over the place. Um, we were like, okay, do we want to do it like on OBS? Do we want to like talk about it on the phone? Like, we we're trying to find different ways. We were going through Zoom. We were doing Team Viewer, um, and then we figured out, figured out, we were like, hey, why don't we just go live on like go on Zoom and then go live on like OBS or whatever? And then so we just did it like that. And then um, I figured out Anchor was like, oh, what the heck happened? <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, no, we figured it out. I found this app. Uh, it's so crazy because bugging now we're like talking about it on texts. Like we were like, or no, I think we were on the phone and then we got off the phone and I kid you not, I swear on everything that I love. I opened up TikTok and the first TikTok was this app talking about um, a podcast app. And it's called Anchor uh, by Spotify. And it was basically, you can talk on there or you could go on the website on your laptop or desktop or whatever and drag in the audio and just do the podcast like that and that's basically what we did i was like bro let's do it like this so what's your what's your uh like plans for that are you just kind of like talking about uh like for young producers and like just the producing community and that's what you guys are gonna roll with yeah on that? i mean pretty much the main yeah the main focus is pretty much the producer community um you know i know there's other podcasts like other people doing like producer community stuff but we just really want to kind of keep it genuine just talk about everything and just give like little advice that we learn here and there like i'm still learning obviously so i'm not trying to be one of those people that give advice on something they don't know so i only like to talk about stuff that i've experienced or like learned over time um and buggy's been a big help too because you know he's been in the studio with these artists or um 
So yeah, it's dope like that. It's just just basically we just talked about doing a podcast where it's like Buggy and I both like just talking to producers and I feel like I feel like what we're gonna do is just go live on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? And have like the Zoom face cam to just ask on Instagram, like have people answer or ask questions about like what they wanna know and like what we're doing and stuff. And basically just kind of like update people like where we're at right now in our career. Kind of, kind of like a documentary, if that makes sense. So it's yeah, like yeah. answering questions and documenting like our success and stuff and like our career. Yeah, for sure, that's cool. Are you gonna get people on there too, like other producers and stuff to come yeah. on there and talk? And you got plans to? Yes, yeah. So it's basically what Buggy and I were talking about. We were like, we wanted to do a few more podcasts where it's just him and I kind of answering questions and like building up like um a view viewer base or whatever. We had like twenty two people in there for a good little minute at one point on the live. Yeah, yeah. I'm just listening, which I feel like is pretty cool because not that many people want to take time out of their day to like sit and listen to people. But um. But yeah, basically we kind of just wanted to get a few, like kind of, kind of get some recognition to it a little bit, maybe like one or two more podcasts and then maybe start talking to like other producers or like people like in the music industry, um, just kind of share their story and like answer questions that like they may have experienced stuff that we haven't yet. So yeah, it's kind of like what we were planning out. Oh, she's tapping my ass. Um, where are you at? Where'd this idiot go? Yeah, that's cool. No, that's good that you, you're kind of branching out and you're not putting... Oh, shit. I'm coming. You're not oh, putting all your me. your eggs in one, one basket, per basket. se. You know, you kind yeah. of... I mean, if you grow that enough, that'll be another revenue stream. Um, right. You could be doing, you yeah, could be no, doing ads on... If you think about it like this, like... Yeah, like 21 Savage isn't just rapping. And you know for a fact he has real estate investments and like brands, clothing brands and stuff. So just, I want to be a music producer, but I don't want to just strictly make beats. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to spend my money. Yeah, and, and the podcast too. It puts you on a real level too. Like people get to see your personality and stuff yeah. too. And your mindset and like yeah. things that you work and think about. Which is, which is good. People like to see Ooh. that side of people. Otherwise people just yeah, think you're a no, exactly yeah i talk about that all of the time to other producers and stuff like they'll post just strict beats on their instagram which is cool but nobody knows who you are what you look like what your real name is like you're a robot you know what i'm saying i mean yeah you look at an artist too like some of it uh you make the best music in the world and if they don't got the image the label won't pick them up yeah they don't look like a rapper definitely yeah, like look at Six Nine for example. He's one of the biggest. I hate to say, it, but he's one of the biggest rappers right now because of his image and you know all the stuff that happened in his past. So yeah, if you look at like if you look at his streams, bro. Every song is insane, bro. It's ridiculous because he's literally trolling. You know what I'm saying? But he like he built his brand to where that's who he is. Yeah, I think more of his attention is. Uh... People are just watching who he is. I don't honestly. I don't think he's yeah, got. No, that's, after the whole situation, I don't think he's got longevity. Yeah. I think people are just watching. No, definitely for, not. Um, just to see what, what's going on with him. It's like entertainment. Be. Yeah, entertainment side right. of things. Where like, I know he was like clowning on Trippy and stuff. That he was getting more plays than Trippy, which is true. Nah, but it's Trippy, true. Yeah, because Trippy that's because is, Sits Nine. Everyone's watching Sits Nine. That's the thing. Everyone's watching for like. What he like? What he's gonna fuck up next? Or like, yeah, who's gonna yeah, piss yeah. off? But Trippy, 
he's gonna have a more of a, a long long-term career because Trippy can do some black yeah. shit. Wait. Now uh, Trippy's got that community. sound, bro. He's real versatile. He dropped that one like alternative album or whatever. Yeah, that was a crazy album too. It was. But yeah, now Trippy's definitely got longevity. I feel like Six Nine will last like a little bit longer just because he's just strictly entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just He's getting a lot of streams, but it's because people, like, they're listening to it to see what he put out, and it's, like, a troll. Exactly. And, like, you look at Bobby Sharina, that guy's gonna go up. Everyone was just so gassed when he got out. Yeah, no, dude. If 6 9 would have the same literally thing. six years. Yeah. Dude, literally, he was in jail for six years, and people were still listening to his music. Still, like, free Bobby, free Bobby. He's just, it's crazy. So. And, like, nah, he came home with a whole new person. I ain't a street dude, so, fuck. I probably wouldn't I wouldn't be wanting to sit in jail like that either, but for his nah, music career, nah, yeah. that motherfucker, nah, if he would have just sat on that and took that, he would have been just as big as Bobby coming out of jail. Jeez, dude. Nah, I feel like Sits9, like, his situation was different. I know what I'm saying. Like, I can't talk for him. I don't know his past, but I do know that, like, he paid, like, some bloods in um New York, kind of, like, for the, for the um image or whatever, since, because you know what he was rapping about, bro, all that stuff he was talking about. Um, I'm finna sit up here and snipe, but yeah, he got involved with some stuff, and I don't know, it's a weird, oh, shoot, I almost jumped off the building and died, but um, he's in a weird, really weird situation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say that I would've sat in there for all those years for some people that I don't know, and I can't say that I would, but I have no idea, dude. It's hard to say, like, I mean, I want to... But I also wasn't rapping about and like putting up an image of being a street dude, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, that's you know, why if you you're gonna tap. live by the sword, you gotta die by the sword. Exactly, man. You're gonna be... People just put on an image you gotta be ready to fight for. I don't think Sits9 was expecting all that stuff to happen, so. Yeah, probably not. Um, that was hilarious to watch though, dude. Yeah, that was fucking something. To get oh, back to, to you though, what do you got for... Uh, long-term goals what's your what's your vision what are you working on this year yeah i mean basically just really this year my main focus is i really want to touch a hundred thousand i know it's gonna happen i need to i desire to i don't want to i desire to touch a hundred thousand i know i'm gonna touch a hundred thousand if i do it right i gotta put in the work i gotta you know have a schedule of like dropping sound kits getting records with artists and so that's my my main focus like i said is dropping a minimum of two sound kits on drum and fire month that's the main goal um, consistency yeah. consistency yeah um but getting most importantly like getting back into tutorials and videos i know that's what really helped me get to where i am now so i have to find some type of like schedule of getting back into that it's just it's so difficult now because i'm not like in my own like i don't even know how to explain it. it's just going from lakeland florida to yeah like, you're in Hollywood a different Hills. environment yeah for big sure. jump dude yeah, yeah. so um, i'm just kind of getting used to oh shoot oh he got me again i don't think i've killed a single person but, uh, <laughs> but um <coughs> yeah but um like i said yeah i desire to touch a hundred thousand dollars this year drop a minimum two sound kits a month on dramafy.com um yeah man just just working just putting in that work just going up just becoming a platinum producer this year i i know it's possible if i keep you know putting in the work um the work pretty much speaks for itself whenever it comes to success so if you just keep manifesting putting out into the universe and keep working it's gonna happen um yeah i mean that's basically that just go up pretty much 
get rich. Like, it's just, get rich. I'm boy. not working a nine to five anymore, so that's gotta feel good. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's more. I want to say it's more stressful. Obviously, entrepreneurship is stressful. Um, but yeah, basically just working on making consistent. Like my goal is to make a minimum of like, I don't even know what whatever hundred thousand dollars a year is a month. So like, ten, eleven thousand, twelve thousand, something like something that. Like that yeah. Twelve thousand. I don't know. Around that. Um, a month. So really just want to work hella hard. After this podcast, you know, I'm literally just gonna start making beats and sound kits and stuff. Action, just in the grind. Do you sure. feel like, um, do you have? I don't want to psych you out, so don't take this the wrong I way. I got you. But uh, do you feel like you taking a different route, not getting a job and stuff, like a real job? Yeah. Oh, and quote, by a real by, job. Oh shit. Right. By real job, I mean that is like a forty-year-old person that doesn't understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I Got know you. that like music producing is a real job, and YouTube is a real yeah. job to a lot of people. But yeah. a lot of other people don't see it. But anyways, my question. I got you. Motherfuckers are chasing my ass. Um, <laughs> my question is: Do you feel like you're scared that you might not reach a level that you might not be able to set yourself up for life? Are you saying like I was like if I was to like continue working a nine to five, I'd be scared if I'm not gonna get like anywhere farther? Um, no, more in terms of like music producing. Um, like you're making money for yourself now. Right. But do you think you might not hit the level where you'll be making enough money that you'll be able to like retire off of Oh no no no! Yeah, not shit. at all. I'm not worried about that at all because the thing is, is like, I'm gonna know how to get money. You know what I'm saying? Enemy, like, I already man. know. Like, you gotta think, man. Like, there's a bunch of ways to get money in the music industry, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can sign a pub deal. You know, get a bit and sell sound. Like, as a producer, you gotta be selling sound kits or something to kind of make some passive income. Um, but I don't know. It just depends, like, because I mean, I can't speak on pub deals. I haven't gotten a pub deal yet, so I can't. And be like, oh, like you get a hundred thousand dollars from pub deal, but it can be a lot of money if you get a lot of records and stuff like that. But you have to be smart with it. So I, I know my first big check, I'm investing in real estate automatically. It's an automatic thing, dude. Absolutely. Like I'm getting an accountant or I'm getting some type of money manager to help me figure it out. Um, and then just figuring out how to get my first like property to rent out, just so I can start building passive income. I'm, yeah, I'm not copping a bust down Rolex as my <laughs> first, you know what I'm saying, or AP. Like I, I want it ap like an ap tech or whatever um but i'm not that's not gonna be my first purchase you know what i'm saying i'll probably get like a a better whip you know what i'm saying um yeah. but real estate in a better car not like a maserati or whatever just something toyota camry or some shit like that for now <laughs> just making smart decisions yeah, let, yeah. let's say i get like a hundred thousand dollar pub deal in the future i'm not spending thirty thousand on a nice like dodge hellcat or some shit like that or a scat like i'd like to get just being smart you gotta think long term. Like yeah, you're gonna have a good amount of money for a short amount of time, but that money's gonna run out at some point, and you have to figure about because a lot of the money's in advance. It's not like you get a hundred thousand dollars and then like you just keep that shit. You gotta recoup that money back to the label. So right. you know what I'm saying? You gotta figure out how to get you know money to where it's consistently getting in your pocket, cash flow and shit like that. Yeah, for real. That's and just some shit I've learned about. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good mindset for sure. Cause yeah, you blow all your money, then you kind of fuck no, for dude. your retirement shit. Then you got. You no, know, I know, I know a lot of producers. Job. Right, 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 right. 
Oh, uh, someone just popped me, guys. And then you'll be doing that when you're 60. Dude, I know a lot of producers has gotten like major placements or major records and stuff, and like they blew their money that they got from those placements. You know what I'm saying? So on like clothes or um. Okay. Yeah, but I know a lot of producers that just blew their money on stupid shit, man. See, and I only ask because, like, to me, it's like, damn, like, right now, I'm working at an engineering firm. I got, like, a comfy yeah. office job, which, I mean, I don't yeah, love at least it, you're chilling but with I'm that. making money. Right. But, I mean, it's life. You gotta make money somehow, right? I'm still trying to do what exactly, I actually yeah. want to. But Do what you gotta do. My fear is that, like, I, I quit my job to take an opportunity or something, and it doesn't work out. And then I gotta yeah, go back no, to my job, and then it's like, damn, I don't got experience. Yeah, I'm, no, that's I'm the 30 thing. years old, and no one wants to hire me because I, I quit my first one, and I don't got any experience to go back. Yeah, look, 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 if you talk, I'm sure you know this. I don't want to, like, be like, oh, like, you can't, don't be scared of that. But, like, every successful person I've talked to, you gotta take this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like facts. They, I agree. Like, like, majority of successful people didn't know they're gonna be where they're at now. Like, they just took a risk, you know what I'm saying? Fucking slept in their car, slept on the couch, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, they took a big-ass sacrifice and just worked hard and figured shit out. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's Like, you're not gonna true. automatically, like, if you wanna be a music producer, you're not gonna automatically be like, okay, I'm gonna work at a record label, intern, and start getting major placements. It's, it's not like that at all. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just figuring stuff out. You gotta take risks. Like, it's either you... It's either you take a risk now, because you're you're like what, 2021 20, or I will be 23 in June, a couple months. See, no, see, we're, we're also in our 20s, bro. So take risks now. You know, you might fail, you might succeed, or whatever. Um, but if you're dedicated and you're manifesting, you put it on the universe, it's gonna work out. It's just, it's just natural. It's gonna it's work scary, out. So though, take bro. I I, I, I agree yeah. too. I, I fully agree with what you're saying. It's just always yeah. like it's always a thought in the back of my head, you know? Yeah. Well I mean think about it like this, and I had a lot of people tell me this. Uh, I forgot who. I'm pretty sure half said something about it as well. But like um how do I how fuck do I word it? Mm -hmm. Um let me recoup my thought, I get distracted easily. Um okay, yeah, yeah. Let's say you're like thirty five working at your job, you're getting older, you fucking you hate it. Um, and you're like, you, let's say you got a car bill, you got a house bill, now you have a kid, now you have a wife, and the wife is staying home taking care of the kid because it's like five years old and shit. Um, let, let's say like, damn, I wish I would have took the risk while I was 23, 24, and just went out and like took a sacrifice financially. And shit. I was fucking dead, dead broke for like a year. I wasn't making any money at all. I just wanted, this was back in like 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like I quit Wendy's July 2019. I was working from home and I was barely doing my job at home just so I could um, recoup some money. And it came to a point where I, I started, oh, that's you. Whew, I started lighting you up. But um, it came to a point where like, I was just like, okay, I gotta make some some money. I gotta do some work just so I could have some money in my pocket. But then I started to get sound kit sales and I was like focusing on that. My mom's been real supportive. She makes a lot of money. So she's like, she's like, oh yeah, don't. She's basically saying like, I don't need to help her with stuff around the house but i still did and took care of some bills but um yeah yeah oh you lagging just to be supportive and shit like that and help but she was real supportive about me quitting like wendy's and being like pers pers that i would be successful like you know but like once when i i was like okay you know i'm going to 
LA. She's like, okay, okay. Well, shit, like, you know, this is really happening type stuff. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Might be lagging out here. But, you good? Yeah, dude, I'm a little lagging bad. I'm lit. Yeah, no, that's good that, you, back. that your parents know, are, uh, are supportive of it, though, because, or your mom, at least, because, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't want to say my parents aren't supportive of it. They are. But they don't understand it yet. Like, yeah. a lot of older generation of people, they don't understand yeah. that the internet can make you money. And, like, I'm just telling them about, like, stuff like this, and it's like, yeah, you know, like, it's cool you're doing that, but it'd be nice if you could make money at it, and it's like, you can, just, you just, Right. Let it happen. You gotta let it marinate a little you bit. You can't like, make money. It's just not immediate. Exactly. And like I said, right, like, this is one right, thing right. that I don't agree like Elon with. Musk was immediately money. I don't agree with people in the world because everyone thinks that you need to go to school, go to college, get a real job, right. have a family, and die. Right. And it's just so like school isn't meant for everybody. Into people's brains that like it's lame as shit, bro. You, you make a capped income and shit, and just no, nah, it ain't it ain't for me. Bro. For I knew it wasn't else, for me when I was a little like, kid. Bro. Bro, it's just, I hate how society is just perceived that you have to yeah. live life that way. And that's like, I hate how a lot of, yeah, I hate how majority of school systems are like, they're just like against entrepreneurship, bro. Like, holy shit. It's weird because I remember I was selling candy and sodas in school, making money like, like that. My little brother was doing the same shit too. And he got suspended for a week, bro. And like, and, but get this, but get this, really? this is the crazy part, is the school starts selling candy so to the kids, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're doing it, you're flipping it before the school, and then they suspend you, and then they go around behind your back, and then they start selling candy and shit like that to kids. That's like, their little crazy. school stores yeah. Like that. Yeah, they just, so like, it's like what? schools they are against entrepreneurship. Bro, never... They just, they just wanted the money, or what? How the fuck does that work? I didn't even know they were allowed to suspend Yeah, I mean, like, they don't... That. Yeah, no, no, they look at it like you're using the school system for, like, making money and shit. Like, they're against it. It's the weirdest crap ever. That's but then they go and open up a candy store in the school and start selling candy and shit. Bro, that's weird as hell. Yeah, that's how, I mean, that's how it is, though. Nah. Yeah, that's fucking, that's crazy. Who, uh, who's the craziest person you worked with so far? You got anyone you're like, My damn, goodness. I would have never thought I would have worked with this person. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's recent. It was Jazz. It was Jazz Carter, man. Um, we were in the, we were literally in the studio. Feels shout out to Half when we were at his studio and I got an unreleased record with Jazz, man. And that was the record that I did with Buggy as well. That was the beat that Buggy and I did. Word facts. That was like that was like the beginning like stage to be working with bigger artists because like i got to be in the studio with him and like literally play beats and he's like okay nets 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 hold it okay drag it like save that beat for later like i got to hear the process and like another thing and i'm glad this happened the way it did my tag i don't tag my beats anymore you know i'm like that shit i'm not doing it anymore i I was having it too loud, and a lot of the times the artist won't fuck with it. It will either be too loud or the tag is whack as hell, which is why I don't use producers' tags anymore. And if I do, it'd have to be a really good tag, and I'm putting it at the end of the beat with my tag. But it's just tags, man. They're, it just sounds way different in the studio whenever the speakers are turned up. It just ruins everything. Hmm. So you're, not, you're off that wave? You don't think that that'll help you get... Well, yeah, I'm off it. 
I guess now no, I mean, that this is now that you're getting uh, connections through a different way, and you don't need to get your name out through yeah. through that way, I guess you probably don't need to anymore. Nah, I mean, I'll, I will. I'll start doing it whenever. And this is the thing: whenever I start building a name, like let's say Nick Mara, whenever I get like up to a closer level like that, then I could tag. I, then I could do whatever I want, bro. I can make one sound beat, you know, get on it, cause just cause of my name. Like yeah, that's the level I'm trying to get at. But the thing is, is um, is that a random kid they don't know, and their tag is like. Hold up, Chase! You, like the tag was yelling and shit, bro. I'm like, I'm not putting my tag in these beats anymore. And um, it just like whenever you're playing beats back to back, and you're just playing part of the hook, and then you go to the next beat, and then it just repeats the tag again, and you go to the next beat. Like imagine doing that for like 15, 20 beats straight. It gets annoying. So what I was, what I, what I started doing is shout out to Brian on Split My Team. He was like, why don't you just put the tag at the end of the beat? So there's like intro, hook, verse, bridge, hook, verse, bridge, outro. I put yeah. it at the outro right before it drops on the outro. So that way my tag is still in there and it's not like in the way of the artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so facts. just started doing it like that. All right. But yeah, um, I do feel yeah. for Brady. Yeah, no, that's dope for sure. All right. Well, we've been going for an hour. I got a couple of little rapid fire questions. Yes, so they just like fun okay. questions. Get it. Uh, you just rip them off the top of your head, and yeah. Sounds good. Okay, uh, go to fast food. Oh, man. I have a feeling this is going to be one answer. Okay. Um, Chick-fil-A, Chick I'd say so. I try, not to eat I, chick I try not to eat fast food anymore, but I only Chick -fil -A had it once because I don't have it in Canada, but that shit, that shit busting. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's good. Go to candy bar, chocolate bar. Oh, Snickers. 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 Snickers, without a doubt. Uh, celebrity without Crush. Okay, okay, okay. okay I, I capped. I capped. I capped. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, by far my favorite. But that's not really a candy right. bar. So oh, Snickers. No. Snickers is like my go-to. That shit slaps, bro. Uh, celebrity Crush. <laughs> Kendall Jenner. I don't know. She kind of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's cool. I, I don't know. She cool. I like her personalities. Like she has a cool personality to her, so that's definitely a lot of people say Kylie, but Kylie, she's cool. But Kendall, I'd get along I, with Kendall well. I, I don't know why. You dogs or cats? Um, I want to say cats, bro. I like dogs a lot, but I have a cat at home, and she's just quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll just be making beats. She'll just be chilling right next to me on like my desk. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like cats. What's the uh, your favorite card of all time? Uh, my favorite what? Call of Duty. Oh, Black Ops 2, bro. Black that Ops shit is too. hard. Right. Yes, sir. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no? Hot dog a sandwich. I want to say yes. Because if you think of if you make a normal sandwich, it's going to have like that gap in it. Because what else What else would a hot dog be? Like what else would you call a hot dog? Meat, meat between two buns. Pause. But... Uh, we just... <laughs> Meat between two <laughs> buns, baby. <laughs> it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you for coming on. If you want to plug anything, go ahead. Plug your sure. plug away. Uh, Y'all make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Chase Vibes. D-H-A-S-E-V-I-B-E-Z. Uh, shout out to Split Mine, man. Y'all go follow Split Mine on YouTube. We're about to hit 50,000 subscribers. Uh, if any producers are watching this, Go cop the best sounds that you can get on dramafy.com. Stop playing with us. And last Stop but not least, go check out my YouTube scene. channel. I do tutorials, chase vibes. Everything is chase vibes. So it's been real. 
I appreciate you, Nick, for having me on the podcast, man. Shout out to y'all that's listening. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, bro, keep in touch. All right. Peace, everybody. Thanks for watching. All right. Peace, y'all. Better watch what you say. I ain't got no time for the games on play. Niggas say they want it, they ain't doing what it take. The nigga, you in the way. Yeah. Got a shotty calling me on FaceTime. The baby, you know that I'm racing to you. Put your love in my hands. Maybe you know I won't do you like that.